Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. And good morning, everybody. We're ready to go. Are you ready to go? Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for a wholesale loan to the public, go to rmfp.com. When we were uh, walking from the parking lot into the station, I noticed you wearing your Colorado Rockies. In celebration of another loss last night in St. Louis. I think that's 15 (laughs) of 16 in St. Louis or 16 of 17, may even be 17 of 18, for all I know. Did you wear it to celebrate a loss or it was sitting on the floor right next to your bed. Well, not you, on the you, floor. You smelled it, and you're like, I, mean, I, you, I can I mean, get through a show with it. Do this. you think I need a shovel to get through my clothes around me on the floor like I've got, you know, smells emanating from my <laughs> boudoir? That's not how it works. No, I, I literally opened yeah. up a drawer of long slip. Now, how you wear them, you have at least to have all week long, but it's been cool this week in the Correct. morning, right? Correct. Mostly in the summer... I don't wear anything this long. Right. But this last week. Right. So I've opened that drawer up again, and I generally just grab the first thing on the top of it. Right. Yesterday, it was a PGA Tour thing. Today, it's Colorado Rock. How much gear do you own that is either Nuggets, Avalanche, Rockies, Broncos? A fair amount. Do you really? I have. Well, let's see. I've got got a Broncos lid. Yep. Got a Broncos lid, um, and I'm not sure even how I got it. To be honest with you, stole it for some N- kid. No, I didn't steal it, but I didn't buy it either. Ooh, that sounds more like stealing to me. Hmm. Like somebody left it on a park bench. No, nothing like that. You picked I picked it up. You walked away. Then you heard a kid screaming, running after you, and you started walking faster. I would guess it was some kind of promotional thing that arrived there and grabbed. And and Rockies, I've got a couple of lids. Yeah. And a couple of, uh, I've got a, probably I have more Rocky stuff than anything else. Gotcha. I own nothing. Well, that's fair. Well, the reason is, I guess it's in my head that I want to remain impartial. (laughs) Well, okay. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, a little bit. Because, I mean, it's like, it's it's an item of clothing. It doesn't sway my opinion on Dick Monfort. It doesn't sway my opinion. (laughs) Yeah, right. It doesn't sway my opinion either. I just feel if I wear it, I'm supporting the team. And I, and, and I think you and I may have talked about this. I support. I, I, I'm not a fan of any of the teams. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of people in the organization. Yeah, right. I want good people to do well. So I support them. But I don't want to wear their gear because that takes me to a place where I feel like I'm a fan and I don't want to be a fan. It, I think that. I don't feel that way. I feel like when you pay for something, you're helping the franchise. Ooh, that's my deal. That's my point of departure. Well, am I am I actually spending the money? So you to do it. So you, Bruce Hurdle, are the one who is responsible for making sure Dick Monfort doesn't sell the team because you keep buying his gear. Well, I don't and lining his pocket. I'm not. You're continuing to buy you're it. You're the guy. But I do wow. have a couple of things that I have purchased. What are they? What I'm wearing right now, I think I purchased. Right. I think I did. Way to go, Bruce. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? 
Time now for the lead. The lead, presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Well, Melvin Gordon said when he re-signed with the Broncos, Nathaniel Hackett told him the goal was to win a Super Bowl. Gordon said at yesterday's press conference, quote, I bought into that 100% because I want the ring more than anything. I feel I can help this team, so when I get in the game, I got to show that. He also understands he is no longer the number one running back on this team. I think they, they want Vonce probably to be the guy. Um, you know, but we, we do rotate. He'll take the first series, and then the second series with the ones I'll take. Uh, sometimes we switch, but, uh, you know, you know, it's just, you know, you, you kind of know what it is if you've been out here. Uh, but I don't know how they're going to do the rotation. Um, you know, I got to go back and look at how, how they kind of did things in Green Bay uh, with the carries and things like that. But uh, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, my mindset is just kind of just go out here and, and uh, just compete, go hard as I can. Um, you know, I kind of don't know what the future holds as far as with that. But, uh, you know, I just kind of want to put my best foot forward. So, you know, when I do go out there, they be like, okay. You know, we need to get him out here, out here more. I know I got the game. I know I, could, I know I could play. I know I still got the juice, man. <laughs> well, at least mom is imploring him to get out there and put his best foot forward. Right. I absolutely applaud you for that. Um, look, you and I are going to disagree on this a little bit. I've got a feeling. Uh, I'm okay with Melvin Gordon. I'm okay with him being the changeup in this one-two punch that is the running back room. I do agree with the company line of it's going to take two. You can't do it with one. I do believe that. I do think that Javante Williams is going to be the number one guy. I think that I think that Melvin isn't. I'm not going to say he's going kicking and screaming into that into that you know fair night, but I think that he understands that the writing is on the wall. And that's the way that he's going to be used. Now, the question is, how will it be used? I think that there's still plenty of opportunities for him to contribute to this football team in a meaningful way and a way that helps them reach the playoffs. All right. I will pay him the highest of compliments right off the okay. top. He is the most underrated player on this offense. Underrated. I don't think people mm. truly realize how good this guy is. Mm -hmm. You're he, right. He could be a number one running back on a lot of teams. Now, a lot of general managers would disagree with me. That's why he came back to the Broncos, because nobody wanted to give him a big deal. That is my compliment to him. I think he is that good when you look at what he has done, <clears throat> excuse me, at least touchdown-wise. Oh, my gosh. Since 2016, 10, 10 touchdowns, 8, 10, 8, 9, 8. I don't think anyone has done that in the history. Uh, not the history. But no one has had a stretch like that over that many years. Last year, over 1,200 yards gained from scrimmage. He is that good. Yep. Okay, but... And I agree with him that he wants to come back and win a ring. But I found it curious. I found this curious. And I'm going to use another sport as my example. All right. Greg Popovich, the head coach of the San Antonio Spurs, had a lockdown defender in Bruce Bowen. Let's say you're a lockdown defender and you want to play for Greg Popovich. You want to play for Greg Popovich because he's a great coach. Well, of course. But if you are digging into the numbers, I suppose you're doing your due diligence. But if you are truly <clears throat> wondering how much am I going to play, 
you're going to look at Bruce Bowen's history to see how much did he really play a defensive specialist because I want to get out on the floor. So I'm going to do a little extra homework on this guy to see how much does he play a guy who really doesn't score much but is a defensive specialist. So when he came out and said, I looked at what Nathaniel Hackett did with A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones, that tells you, yes, I'm sure he wants to win a Super Bowl, but what's in it for me? What are my carries going to be? How does he work with a two-back system? Because I need to know this. They may want Javante Williams to be the number one guy, and that's fine, but I need to know what are my touches going to be. Well, okay. First of all, he said, I'm going to have to go look at how it was used in Green Bay and how the reps were distributed in Green Bay. Remember last year, these guys split touches right down the middle. Correct. 203, 203. Look it up. I agree. It's right down the middle. And their their yards were almost Almost identical. identical. It was uncanny. Right. Uncanny. You had one that led the league in yards after uh, after contact, and you had another one who was a touchdown scoring machine. Right. But they, anyway, be that as it may, I think he's the kind of – I do think that he is gritting his teeth and making the admission that he understands what this franchise wants to do with Javante Williams. He's not stupid. Right. They know, he knows, that they spent a second-round pick and moved up to get that second-round pick to bring this guy in from North Carolina. He gets it. He understands it. He may have taken, it may have been the same thing when he came in with with these then San Diego Chargers, and he took over from someone else. He is a guy who has never been fully appreciated here in Denver. And that is, and maybe not in maybe not in San Diego or L.A. Well, but specifically here. No, you're right. But specifically here now, he has brought some stuff upon himself. He does have a problem with fumbling. Mm-hmm. Okay, he did have a challenge, and and I've brought this up. And I'm sorry if people think this is unfair. I'm just bringing up facts. When he got pulled over for that DUI, who was he talking about? You remember? No, Philip Lindsay. He was talking about Philip Lindsay drunk sitting on the side of the road and it was on a police camera. No. That he was right. thinking, oh, wait, uh, Philip Lindsay, and he's challenging me for my job. I mean, if your head is there, I don't think that's necessarily a good thing. My point is, is that he has always felt second best here. I think he came back because Nathaniel Hackett has a chance to be a coach to lead them to a championship. His buddy Russell Wilson from Wisconsin is here. I get it. I think if you shot him up a truth serum, he would have rather have gone someplace else, but he just didn't get an offer. Okay, but I mean, what's he making here? $2.5 million. I mean, okay, I bet you he could have gotten that somewhere else. Um, Maybe not. No. Maybe not two point five. I don't know. And you know what? He's mm. worth and you know what? He's, he's worth, worth it. He's worth it. He's darn he's well worth, worth he's it. He's worth more than that. Yep. And that running back room, you can make the case, is top five in the NFL right now. The whole Philip Lindsay thing didn't affect him last year. 
It did not. He was gone. Philip Lindsay was gone. Yeah. Melvin Gordon was still here. Yeah, but the and shiny the, new toy was in town, Javante Williams, and everybody watched him in the preseason. He's breaking all these tackles. All right. His timing has been bad. I agree with you. Yeah. I think we're saying a lot of the same things. Yeah. I think that we both have a profound appreciation for what this guy brings I to the he, table. I think he's really he's good. He's a player. No question. He's a player. You're better with a talent like this guy back there. Period. But he's a guy who is looking over his shoulder all the time. That might just be his personality. No, that might be that might be his personality, but that's also his situation. He knew what was well, he probably no, he knew what was coming. He should have known what was coming, coming into this city with Philip Lindsay. If he has done the due diligence. He came here before Philip Lindsay. Didn't no, know. no, Philip was no. here. Right. Philip was here for a year. And had, was coming off a 1,000-yard rushing season. Yeah. Okay? Fair. And, and look, if we believe that he's doing his due diligence, as you term it, with what Nathaniel Hackett did in Green Bay with two guys, then I bet you he probably did it with Philip Lindsay coming in. He had to know that he was coming into Philip Lindsay's house. And had then, to have known. And then Philip Lindsay is gone, and then they trade up to get Javante Williams. It's almost like, what do I have to do? But is to that feel a reflection of Melvin Gordon, or is it a reflection of what you need in this league, in this present day, to be successful? Don't you don't you have to have two guys? Give me a team. Well, give there there are a few. There are a few, but a few, right? Not the majority. I agree. If the the game is different, the the Derrick Henrys mm-hmm. and the Jonathan Taylors, right? I'm with you. I think though those guys are bell cow backs, but we saw Derrick Henry finally break down last year. We'll see how he plays this year. I like a two back system. I think Melvin Gordon is incredibly underrated. I think he's a. I I think that honestly, you know, I'll throw something else at you. He's a better fit for this offense than Javante Williams is too. Probably because yes. he has terrific vision. Yes, that's why they use him on the goal line. Yeah, exactly, he has great vision, and that's what you need. And he's really in good zone. in the passing game too. It, well, if Pat Shermer didn't realize that because they never threw the ball to which him, which is ridiculous, right. Because the guy is really good in the passing game. So with that, his vision is one of his greatest assets. Agreed. That's what you need. For zone blocking, you could make the case. I think if you ask Javante Williams, that's an area that he needs to work on. Coming up after the break, NFL.com Cynthia Freeland wrote an article titled The 10 Most Underrated NFL Players. There is a Bronco on the list. Who is it? And when you hear who it is, you know what? When I read it, I thought, I think she's right. Hmm, I did a double take. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. 
And welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, MileEyeSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for a wholesale lumber to the public for your next project, go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about my guy, my friend, Dan McKenzie, at McKenzie Law. If you're looking to do an estate plan or a will or a living will, I highly recommend going with Dan McKenzie. I looked at a different some different people that I wanted to work with. And once I met Dan, that was a very easy decision. I had a lot of questions. He was very patient with me. Um, he put together a terrific plan. And um, my wife and I both worked with him. The other thing that I really like about Dan is he checks in with you once a year to make sure, hey, has something changed? And that's a big deal because life does change. And maybe you forget to put something in your will. Or maybe your, your views have changed about your living will. Listen, even if you're single, you should talk to Dan. If you feel that, man, I don't have a lot of money in the bank, you should talk to Dan. At least have a conversation because no matter what situation you are in, you're going to want to take care of something instead of the courts or a doctor that you don't know, specifically with a living will, taking care of something for you when they are not your wishes. Go to the McKenzieFirm.com. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Mighty Plumbing and Heating. Why does Mighty Plumbing and Heating have over 600 five-star reviews? No one has better service, and they will meet or beat any written offer. Go to MightyPH.com. NFL.com, Cynthia Freeland wrote an article titled The 10 Most Underrated NFL Players. She put Justin Simmons on the list at number eight. This is what she wrote. Simmons had a career year in 2019, received the franchise tag a couple of times, before finally getting a long-term deal. But I feel like we don't see a ton of lists that show he is continuing to perform at an elite level. Well, he has indeed, ranking among the top five safeties in win share in each of the past three seasons and third overall at that position in that time period. Simmons has recorded at least 20 defensive stops in each of the past three seasons per pro football focus. That's a solid number of stops for a safety. The main reason he's on the list, though, is that computer vision shows that he has been the second best safety in coverage over the past three seasons. First of all, were you surprised that Simmons was on the list? And secondly, um, do you think he's one of the top safeties in the league? I do, and I think that he's been acknowledged as such. Through salary, yes. Yes, but... But he's but his postseason honors. I, I think that there is a general sense um, and respect for Justin Simmons. Now, um, uh, this 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 young woman, Cynthia Freeland, is that her name? Yeah, she's an analytics expert. Yep. Uh, for the NFL Network, so she's big in metrics. Right. So, I, uh, who am I to argue the numbers? Right. I mean, the numbers spit a certain thing out. That's over my pay grade. Right. I know one thing. Justin Simmons is a hellacious football player yep. and really has been since the day he stepped on this, on that campus down there at Dove Valley uh, out of Boston College. I think he's generally respected across the league. I think he's generally regarded as one of the top guys at his position. So I don't consider him generally to be underrated now he's played on defenses that have been very good but for losing football teams and i think that's the reason and that's why probably that people tend to overlook him okay 
as much as anything else. I did not take a good look, and maybe, uh, Nolan, can you look this up real quick? Can you look up the NFL's top 100 list and see how many safeties are ahead of Justin Simmons? I don't even know. Well, Derwin James is. Zach, did you say nine safeties are ahead of him on the top 100 list? Then that tells you everything you need to know. All right, fair enough. And that's what I figured there'd be a lot of safeties ahead of him. So if they're not, so what they are, what the NFL top hundred list, is, right. which is voted on by a whole cast mm-hmm. of different people around the NFL, is he really the tenth best safety in the league? Because that's what that list suggests. I would have to really take a deep dive into that. Top ten ain't bad. You're talking about sixty guys, sixty what, sixty four guys? Yeah, that start. I mean, you are barely top third. You are on the cusp of being in the middle of that. That's where you're at. There are 32 NFL teams. If he was sitting at number 11, if he was sitting at number 11. Would you value a top 10 quarterback? No. Really? No. Hmm. And I'll tell you why. Because, okay, I'll ask you. Okay. Who are the top quarterbacks in the league? Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Brady, Mahomes. Okay. Yeah. And then there is a... Josh Allen. Then there's a big gap between those guys and the next guys. You have, okay. You have franchise guys that you you desperately want to be on your team. There are about six guys in okay. the NFL. All right. Maybe seven. So if you're 10th, you know who you are? Dak Prescott. That ain't bad. Uh... That ain't winning playoff games. No, not that, not right now. You're and right. That, and that's my point. So you are sitting at 10. Well, is Justin Herbert a top 10? Yes. Because Didn't play in the playoffs. Well, he's young, too. He hasn't played that okay. long. Let's wait to see how his career pans out. I would put Russell Wilson in my top 10. I think top 10. If you're a top 10 quarterback, you're still a guy in this league. You are still a guy. Okay. I'll, I'll, re- I'll rephrase it another way. You are a guy that your team looks at you and says, we're going to sign you to a big contract because mm-hmm. we don't want to start looking all over again because we know where that's going to lead us, which is not a good place. Here, I'll give you an example. Most people would consider Kyler Murray a top 10 quarterback. Not me, but okay. I, I think I think a lot of people right. pro- probably would. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think that they would. So with that, uh, you and I both agreed yesterday that we value QBR. Is that right? We both value QBR. I do, but not as the sole metric, give but me, that's fine. Just give me one metric that you value above all else. QBR is as good as anything else. Okay. Number 10 is Russell Wilson. Ahead of him, Carson Wentz, Ryan Tannehill, Kyler Murray. You want any of those guys? No. Okay. Not over Russell Wilson. But they're top 10. Okay. In QBR. In QBR. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are very few guys below... That you that you'd say, okay, I want this guy. So Rogers, Brady, Herbert, Stafford, Mahomes, Allen, that is six. Let's call Wilson seven. Let's say Burrow is eight. Lamar Jackson's nine. Yeah. Now let's go to number ten. And I'll give you some choices. Kyler Murray, Ryan Tannehill, Carson Wentz, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Mac Jones, Tua. At 10... What about Dak Prescott? 
you just brought up Justin Herbert, right? And he hasn't played that long. And anybody who understands football like you do, right? You know, oh, yeah. this guy is a world of talent. No question. Dak Prescott has a high floor, but not a very high. No, ceiling. I would agree. So, of course, you're going to bring him back because you don't want to start looking all over again. And maybe he does lead his team to a Super Bowl. But there, but there's a, it, there are lots of different rankings that come out every year. Tier one, tier two, mm-hmm. right? Tier one, those are the guys you desperately want to be your quarterback. And there are so few of them. Right. Once you get to tier two, you're sitting at about number 10. Guys, you want to bring back because you don't want to start looking all over again. You're forced to pay them. Because you don't want to go back into the draft. Well, I mean, really, what, about half the teams in this league have the quarterback they want? Maybe? They have the quarterback they want, but they'd rather have somebody Somebody else. else. And they certainly don't want to go back into the draft. Yeah, because we've seen how that cycle's worked for the last six years, haven't we? So number 10, which is where Justin Simmons is, Mm -hmm. and you, you asked about the quarterback position, I just said, okay, who's at number 10? Dak. Yeah, I'd like to have Dak on my team. Dak's okay. That's right. Dak's okay. But he'd probably be number 10. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. And and I think that's my point more so than anything. Uh, Give me a player on offense and defense that you think should be on this list for the Broncos, not on Freeland's list, but you'd say underrated on offense and defense. I think Russell Wilson's underrated. Based on what I've seen, I just saw the top 100 list. He was, what, 61, 66, 65? What I'm saying is, forget about the top 100 list. I'm saying you look at a player and say, I think he's better than people think. You would not look at Russell Wilson and say, I think he's better than people think. I think he is going to be better. Okay. One sentence. I think he'll be better than people think that he is based on last year. But he's not under this season. But he's not underrated on this team, is no. my point. So pick a guy who is underrated on this team. Russell Wilson is not underrated on this team. <sighs> I told you in the last segment, Melvin Gordon to me is underrated. Yeah, yeah. He may be he may be the answer. Because I really when you look across the rest of the board. No. I I mean I'm not putting Cortland Sutton in that group. Right. There's no one really. El- there's no one else in that receiving core. Let's that go fits. to defense. Let's go to defense. Mm. Well, if you take away Justin Simmons, well, yeah, I'm saying you look at the roster and say this guy's better than people think. I'll give you two guys. Go. Number one, Draymond Jones. He is. I, God, I think he's. I think he's just good. Okay. I mean. Okay. I. I, said, I think people are misguided if they think he's not very good. Okay. I said. I, I said that is my low hanging fruit. Yeah. But I'm gonna pick one. And you're gonna be like, whoa. Okay. Caden Stearns is underrated. You like him more than I do. Um. I like Caden Stearns, but I don't think. I, I not to the point where I think he's underrated yet. If you gave him the same number of st- snaps. As Kareem Jackson, he's a better player, and I'll tell you why. I don't think he. I don't think he covers in the run game as well as Kareem Jackson yet. They're they're going to use they're going to use. Oh, him they're, to of course cover. they're going to use him. Yep. Yeah, they're going to use him. I think he's a physical guy. This is what I like about Caden Stearns. For the same reason I like Shaquille Barrett before he wound up having a career year in Tampa. Shaquille Barrett never put up huge stats when he was here, but he was always around the ball. 
and stuff always seemed to happen. Mm -hmm. Good for the Broncos' defense when he was around the ball. When you look at, not tackles, when you look at passes defended, when you look at interceptions, when you look at forced fumbles, Caden Stearns, for the amount of time that he spent on the field compared to K-Jack, Caden Stearns is better. Just look at the numbers. Just look at it, the, and then look at the games. Yeah, I like K-Jack better than I like Caden Stearns. I like Caden Stearns, and I and I like I like K-Jack. I, I think I think that he brings. You talk about a guy that brings so many quote unquote intangibles to the field: attitude, swagger, not to mention skill set. We forget the fact that this guy was a cornerback into a converted safety. He may be underrated. Maybe no. Yes. Well, only because he because he's only what three years into playing safety. Well, three years is a long time, yeah. especially for a veteran. Caden Stearns is in his second year and he's still not a starter. Why isn't he a starter? Well, he's in his second year. Why isn't he a starter? I think he should be. Okay, but he's not. Okay, and uh, he's had and he's had two defensive coordinators. I'll flip this that up. have deemed him not to be a starter. Now, last year he was a rookie. I'll flip, but he was a good player and a good contributor. I'll flip this around on you. Okay, how come nobody wanted Kareem Jackson in the offseason besides the Broncos? And he waited and waited and waited and waited for a contract. I think he wanted to be a Bronco. I think he really wanted to be a Denver Bronco, and I think he's wanted to be a Denver Bronco in each of the last two years. He wants his money. Well, I mean, okay, he's getting paid. Not much. Well, not a lot. He's a he. He's still a pretty darn good football player. Okay, Kareem Jackson, his entire career has three sacks. Whole career, whole career. Right. Caden Stearns had two last year. Okay, that's what I mean by being around the ball. Right. Uh, interceptions. Remember, he was a. Well, force fumbles. I'm talking about physicality yep. of a safety. Right. Physicality of a safety. Six force fumbles his entire career. All right. Right now, Caden Stearns, what I, Caden Stearns has two picks, and he's defended five passes. He's always around the ball. Right. All I'm saying is I think he's underrated. Okay, fair enough. I'll give you that, but he doesn't rise to the level of being, of taking over for Kareem Jackson, in my book, for Com what it's worth. Yeah. Coming up after the break, the Nuggets released their schedule, some interesting things that we need to talk about. I found the press release, and so did you, Bruce, to be very interesting. It was interesting. That's next. She got the brown eyes, caramel thighs, long hair, no wedding ring. Hey, I saw you looking from across the way, and now I really want to know you. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. You can watch us, MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. Uh, real quickly on Justin Simmons being underrated, has been second team All-Pro in two of the last three years. Just saying. 
I agree. And according to a bunch of people who put together the list for NFL Top 100, he's the 10th best safety in the league. Okay. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is brought to you by Pinnacle Builders, the best in home remodeling. Go to PinnacleDen.com. Okay, so the schedule is out for the Nuggets. They're going to be on national cable or national television 28 times this season. Eight games on ESPN, seven games on TNT, 12 times on NBA TV, and once on ABC when Jokic and Embiid go head-to-head. If you're a Comcast subscriber, uh, you'll get to watch 16 games, and that's it. How good do you think the ratings are going to be for those games? You know, that's a great question. Have the Nuggets risen to the level of of national curiosity more than they have even locally, just from a standpoint of their availability on right. television? Right, right. Is this the most ridiculously incongruent setup that we have ever seen for a team that is, quote-unquote, championship quality? And I, that may be a bit of a stretch 28, for me. 28 times. That's, that's a lot. That's significant. I would agree, and that's because... Murray's going to be coming back. MPJ is going to be coming back. Now, I want to talk about this press release. And Nick O'Hare is, is, a, is a buddy of mine. I love Nick. Oh, he does a great job. He's tremendous. Yes. Here's the press release. Denver will travel more miles than any other team in the Western Conference this season. <laughs> at 50,000 total miles traveled, the conference average is 45,000 miles. And 13 of the Nuggets' first 19 games are on the road. Does the phrase miles traveled sound more like they are just giving you a fact you can put out there or they're complaining just a wee bit. Oh, maybe a little of both. I, you know, yeah, I'm sure that that was an eyebrow raiser. You know, when you, when you play 13 or what is it? The 13 of the first 19 on the road, I, I will take the, I will take the flip approach to that. You get a lot of energy early in the season. And you know what, if you're going to start, if you, if there's a long protracted stretch on the road, I'm not so sure that early in the season isn't a good time to do it. When you've still got all of that, we're starting off, let's get it going, the band's back together. Team bonding. Okay. We're traveling together, so we should bond better. Well, I'm thinking more along the lines of getting two guys back that they played, that they didn't play with all of last season. Right. And I'm thinking about getting the band back, that kind of energy. Generally speaking, media and fans will look at a schedule with a negative eye mm-hmm. more than a positive eye. Right. But I will point out one thing that I don't understand why the schedule makers did this. All right? Let's start it off. Let's start it off with uh, which game should we do this with? So they have two home games on October 26th and the 28th. All right? So that's against Utah, Friday, October 28th. They go on the road for two games to play the Lakers and Oklahoma City. Then they come home for one game to play San Antonio. Then they go on the road for five games. Then come home for one game against New York. Then they go on the road for two games, although they are both against Dallas. All right. It doesn't make sense where you're playing road games, one game at home. Go back on the road. One game at home. At least string together a couple. Okay. That's fair. 
I mean, I, that's fair. I, I don't. I'd have to look at other teams' schedules, sure, to see if there is equity, um, and if everybody's being treated the same. And we don't know that because no. honestly, we're not looking at everybody's schedule. I'm not. Another point of contention with some fans that I read had to do with playing the Minnesota Timberwolves four times, and the Nuggets are on the back end of a back-to-back for three of them. Not, okay. an, not an unfair point. I mean, really, that is going to be their rival. So is that an unfair point to bring up? Probably not. I mean, those are the types of things that stick out. But have you seen their home schedule in the month of December and January? I mean, they're home a ton. Well, they're going to be home a ton because they're playing so many games on the road. Well, Sorry. okay. I mean, did, but did, it all balances out. Doesn't I mean? Doesn't it? In the end, doesn't it? That all come out in the wash, right? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm much more interested in fans. Will be fans, and I tip my hat to fans. They got to have something to chew on, right. something to gnaw on. Right. I get it. Is a fan ever going to say, "Dang, this is a really good schedule"? No. Right. Yeah. No. No. And there's an inferiority complex that we have here right. in Denver as it relates to the Nuggets, only because the Nuggets have not risen to the level of a consistent contender in the West. They've been that kind of that kind of team around the fringes. Yes, they've got a two-time MVP in Nikola Jokic. They've got they've been to a Western final, but you know, they haven't so of course the perception out there is going to be well they're not getting any help. Well, it's the same argument as Jokic doesn't get enough calls. He doesn't get enough respect. Well, you know what? I think that's true, though. I won't disagree with yeah. that. But until you win a title or you find yourself exactly. in the championship game or consistently in the Western Conference Finals, you're, you're not going to get those calls. No. You're not going to get those breaks. You're not going to get that favoritism. So get there consistently, and then you might have an argument. And the argument, which what we just talked about with Nikola Jokic, he has won the MVP two sure. years in a row. So maybe he should get a little bit more favored status because he has two MVPs on his resume. Still doesn't have it. But before he got the MVPs, people would say, well, he, he's a budding star. He's not getting the calls. Well, let him win a couple of MVPs. Sure. Well, he has. Yeah, let's see how and it goes now. And he's still not getting Hey, here's my deal with the Nuggets, and I'll make this short and sweet. Just defend. Play some freaking defense. Well, they have the guys in there now. They do, but and I will agree with Michael Malone, who I think is very good at what he does and has done a tremendous job developing this young basketball team. But you got to defend, and they haven't done it. Well, because, first of all, they haven't had willing defenders. Now they do in Brown, KCP, and certainly in Aaron Gordon. You knew how how awful this team was defensively right. when in the playoffs you have a power forward guarding the perimeter against the Warriors. That's a big problem. Mm -hmm. Mason Plumley told me many, many years ago when I asked him this question, I said, what makes a great defender? You know what he said to me? Mm. Effort. Well, It was a one-word answer. Yeah. Effort. But Will Barton didn't want to make that effort. No. A lot of guys don't want to make that effort. Guys like Brown, KCP, Gordon pride themselves on defense. I love the way their lineup looks. What do we have coming up on Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it?
Well, you guys mentioned yesterday, or earlier this show, about Justin Simmons. Well, his counterpart in Los Angeles got just got signed to a massive deal. Uh, one NFL young quarter, uh, quarterback went under the knife recently. The Texas Rangers fired two key members of their front office staff. And much more coming up on The Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle. with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MileEyeSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber in the public, go to rmfp.com. Hey, Butterfingers, put your Bumble. phone down. Yeah. Bumble. I don't know if you know, but when you hit the table with anything. Well, maybe a little soundproofing might help. Actually, we, we need to do something about this table, Nolan. Uh, start typing for a minute, <laughs> Bruce. Just start typing. See? I sound like Mike Kliss in the press box. <laughs> Have you ever listened to Kliss work on his keyboard in the press I box? I don't sit close enough to him. Oh, it doesn't matter. That's my point. You can it? be three sections down and oh, hear Mike working. Banging. Mike is old school. I cannot imagine. He brings a, he brings a typewriter into Well, no, it doesn't bring, box? but it sounds like a typewriter. I mean, it sounds like that's what he, he's just incredible. Time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Greenfield's has everything under one roof, including the best happy hour in town. Two-for-one wine, well, and drafts from 3 until 7 p.m. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running. Or order online at ArgonautLiquor.com. Uh, just in case you missed it, Joe Burrow recently went under a uh, appendectomy surgery for a ruptured appendix. Uh, you know, just coming off the year where the Bengals made the Super Bowl after having zero expectations. And while Burrow is expected back by the season opener, now that the Bengals actually have probably the highest expectations in team history going into a season, if he shows any residual effects of this surgery uh do Bengals fans are they are they warranted a freak out uh is he eight is he eight by the way having his appendix out it's not a good thing when adults have things like ruptured appendixes it's not a good thing. not good not a, the older you get it's not good having a knife put into you it, and they cut something out yeah exactly he's a young guy yeah I, my deal with uh, Joe Burrow is count on the powers of recuperation. He's a young man, and uh, you know what? That was a 6-5 and five football team coming into Denver last year. In fact, the Broncos and the Bengals were in the exact same place late in the season. Bengals did what they did. Broncos did what they did. So, not worried about it. Yeah, I don't think Bengals fans should be worried at all. Not at all. He's got the best treatment out there. Yeah, no question. Uh, just in case you missed it, two days after the Rangers fired manager Chris Woodward, 
they release their uh, team president, John Daniels. You know, this is a team that in the offseason spent about half a billion dollars signing three players, one of which included former Rockies pitcher John Gray. Uh, A lot of Rangers fans had a lot of hope for the season. I myself had no thoughts on the Rangers whatsoever. Do uh, what are the thoughts on the firings? Uh, Okay. I mean, you're right. You're right. They spent a ton of money and have gotten very little in return. I'm a huge Corey Seager fan. I think he'll pay huge dividends. I think that the Rangers are a team on the come. They just didn't get there fast enough. This is going to sound really mean-spirited, All right, but I'll go for it. Maybe Rick George would like to go back. <laughs> okay. Because he's not going to win any popularity contests no. up in Boulder, from what I've been told by more than a few boosters. And it's the Boosters and Rick George. All right. Where there are some serious issues. I'm sure the Boosters would love to see him go back to Texas. All right. I'm not saying he's not a good guy. I'm not saying he's not a bright guy. But I think the Boosters would like to see him go someplace else. Wow, that was an interesting jump for a connection to well, the Rangers. Well, because he used to be the right? president of the Rangers. I understand that. I think the Boosters Send him would, back. I think the Boosters would like to send him back to Texas. That was Mountain High Appliance, just in <laughs> case you missed it. You walk in any store and try out the appliances before you buy them, not to mention their sales staff is the big difference. These are professionals. These aren't a bunch of kids that work at a big box store. They can help you design an entire kitchen. They can help you do something to fit your budget. They have the best appliances out there, Mountain High Appliance. You can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, we were all gushing and fawning over how the Broncos played in their preseason opener against the Cowboys. Do not expect the same against the Bills because news has just come out on why, if you're a Broncos fan, expect a potential bludgeoning. I know it's preseason, but we'll tell you why that could happen next. Because I tried, and I tried, and I tried. 